Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. I mean, it's just, it's it's not, it's like an urban desert. I mean, there's nothing there. And now look at what they're doing. I mean, this is insane. This one almost caused me to have a heart attack. Yeah, you and me both. I probably used more ugly words than I'm allowed to use. (laughs) You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. Over the last month, I sat front and center at Downtown Raleigh Alliance and Midtown Raleigh Alliance's State of Our City celebrations. As each touted tremendous growth and unveiled plans for the future, there are currently 53 projects planned and in progress from downtown to Midtown. With me today is Editor-in-Chief Melissa to talk about these projects. Melissa, thanks for being here. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. These projects will make Raleigh almost unrecognizable five years from now. And the best and most exciting place to start is the downtown Raleigh skyline. Yes. So I was with you at the Downtown Raleigh Alliance State of Downtown. We had a table front and center. We got to sit with the mayor. That was pretty cool. Um, she sat between us. And <laughs> shout out, Marianne. And anyway, so, you know, their whole purpose for, if you don't know a lot about this event, is literally the state of downtown. Um, they give you a lot of, like, a, a year in reflection, you know, what's going on, a lot of numbers, stats, leadership talks about the future and, you know, how it can be great. So one of the first things they did was unveil this massive, amazing visual of downtown with I guess, would you call those like hologrammed mm-hmm. images of buildings coming out of the ground? And it was the future of our skyline. And the room gasped. I mean, this was hundreds of people because it was back to almost pre-COVID numbers. The whole room was just sort of like gasped and then awed into silence. And you waited for me <laughs> to I looked, She When she finally looked in my direction, I said, we're using this. So I mouthed it. And and we did. I mean, it, it is it's one of those images that unless you were at this event, you probably and and I've seen it tossed around a little bit. But for me, one of the things I wanted to do in the city was gracious enough our DRA and Bill King and his team mm-hmm. to allow us to use it in the magazine, but also to to work with us. So what we did was we removed the map actually showed things that were built from 2015 till now. We took off everything that's already finished and done and just included the projects that are under construction, the ones that are in site preparation, and the ones that are planned. It really gives you, and then we went in and labeled each building as in, me. Yes, I mean, you're being humble, but y'all. I went (laughs) cross-eyed. 
she, I think, pulled an all-nighter matching in this book they gave us. Next to the map was a list of the projects, but it was really like the most intense connect the dots probably anyone. It's like PhD level connect yeah. the dots. So shout out to Gina. She matched <laughs> each address with each hologram. Well, you wanted to be usable. I wanted somebody to be able to pick this up and look at it and be able to go, oh, that's a Marriott Town Place Suites. It's going to be on Blunt Street. Oh, okay. That's the second part of Transfer Co. Food Hall. You know, it's not usable if you don't, A, know what street it's on, and B, don't know what the project is. And so the map is labeled. Um, Which is the only labeled map. Like this copy of yes. the map is the only labeled map. Right, absolutely. And, and again, when I was done, just because I was a little nervous, I might have screwed up. I sent it to Bill's team and I said, can you fact check me? Oh, yeah. They fact checked it. Our team fact checked it. So it's facts on facts. And the first thing I was meeting with Maverick um, Partners the other day, real estate firm, at commercial real estate. And Brad looked at me and he goes, you know, it's going to be out of date next week. <laughs> and I was like, Aww. really? Really? You want to cut my heart that way? Because, But he's right. As a new project is approved or begins progress, construction it will be out of date, but for right now, it gives you an idea of just how much cool stuff we have coming out of the ground and how spread out it is over the city. We couldn't even include the entire city. So, yeah. you know, downtown south, those projects aren't even on this map. It's it's a very limited to strictly a specific area. Well, and if it makes you feel any better, while there will be new projects popping up any time, probably, you know, tomorrow. Also, somebody said while we were working on this project— you, you know, the city likes to get all up in arms about like NIMBY and, you know, old Raleigh and we're losing our identity. And then, of course, you have people that love it, whatever. So we hear a lot of this. But somebody said during all that, it's not like these buildings go up overnight. No. They take years and years and years. And so, yes, while there will be things added to this map, this map will also be very useful for a very long time. You touch on something that really became apparent to me as I was looking through this and working on it is that while it, there are so many projects being announced and they get confusing, you can't remember which one is which and on which street it is, they are pretty spread out over downtown. It's not yeah. like we're watching every piece of green space be ripped up and some mm -hmm. glass tower, some concrete you know, parking deck going up. It really does give you a sense of it. I, you know, it's nothing like describing a visual. Um, oh yeah, no, definitely grab podcast. the magazine. Yeah. It's totally it's, worth it. But. You definitely would love to have this because it's it's a neat rendering of of what our future looks like and how cool our skyline is going to be. Because you know, you know that some of these spots are going to have some rooftop space oh, open absolutely. to the because they're they are labeled for hotels, office, apartments, parks, government buildings. It's labeled with an icon so you know what the building's going to be. Now, yeah. things can change, but as it stands today, it's $4.8 billion worth of development. Yeah. That's staggering. I mean, it's insane. And, like, I, I'll admit, you know, I'll play my cards or show my cards. I I love the growth. I love that Raleigh's growing up. So I'm, I'm, I'm pro, you know, some of this change. But as a near Raleigh lifer, I also do feel overwhelmed, like you just said, by like all these announcements. And it's like, you, you, it feels jumbled hearing it. And it doesn't seem like downtown is that big in your mind. So this map is so cool to see how that $4.8 is spread out. And, and that it's not... That's a lot of money because there are a yeah. lot of downtowns. <laughs> I've been to some cities for football games and other things that don't have nearly the cool things coming out of the ground or anybody even vying and trying to build. So 
While I get change is tough, I get it, and and it's scary. It's nice to be a city where people want to be, and it also makes us more attractive to other companies wanting to come here and people wanting to live here. And Well, and people seem to be concerned or focused on the word tower, but I think it's really important, and this map helps show that, that this is a wide range of use of development. You have apartments, you have hotels, you have parking, you have office, transit, government buildings, retail, there's parks yeah. in the works. You know, I mean, there's a lot going on. It's not just one thing. And you and I have talked about this before, and and I, I think it bears worth saying over and over again that when you hear something's been approved for 40-story tower, right. understand that if they want to build anything from 21 stories to 40 stories, they have to be approved for 40. Right. So a lot of times you'll hear 40. We still don't have a 40-story tower in Raleigh. Right. The tallest building we have right now is 36 floors. And that's the eastern at North Hills, tallest building. So, Which just, isn't that funny. Like, people probably assume the tallest building's downtown. Right. But yeah. It's not. And so I think just just keep that in mind so, you know, they can build up to 20. Right. The same is true for 20. If you get approved for 20, you might be building eight, eight stories. It's right. the same idea. So that's definitely something that we want people to be aware of. And I don't think people realize that. I didn't realize it until we started working on that story. Yeah, so, absolutely. So the, the magazine is packed full of all 53, and our cover girl, if you will, <laughs> our cover model is The Exchange. This is DeWitt Carolina's project that is off of St. Albans in between North Hills and Wake Forest Road. Todd Sade and Vin Poole quietly for the last 20 years, 20 plus years, were buying up property for this project. It's 40 acres. It's got a beautiful four acre park in the middle with a water feature, which we all keep saying Raleigh needs water, water, water. Yeah. So we're going to get it. I have to say, so yesterday, this this issue came out a couple of days in front of this recording. And yesterday I took a stack of these to one of my friend's salons and I walked in. <laughs> And like vultures, these people in the salon come and they're grabbing them out of my hands. It was it was a happy moment for me. But but what was funny to watch was, you know, because you get that a lot with food and cocktails and things like that. But anyway, everybody looks at the cover girl you just mentioned. And I mean, just, oh my God, what is that? Where is that? And like, it was all of a sudden I was doing like a little mini press conference about it. But, you know, as a person, like I said, who's lived in Raleigh for a long time, this is, this is huge. Like, I grew up going, like, we just sat here and debated for five minutes what this was. What was Bahama Breeze before it was Bahama Breeze? Somebody at me, but nobody in this room can remember. Um, But whatever that crappy restaurant was, it was a chain, sorry. Um, That's all there was. Like, my parents took us to dinner on the weekends, and, you know, if we went out to dinner, we didn't do do it a lot. But if we did, that's where we went, whatever that was before. What's over there? A Denny's? The hospital? I mean, it's just— it's that's not it's like an urban desert. I mean, there's nothing there. And now look at what they're doing. I mean, this is insane. The vision they have for this property is incredible. So it will be mixed use on the end of August, uh, end of September, excuse me, was when they actually broke ground on the first tower, um, which will be called 1000 Social. There'll be two towers that are joined by this rooftop walkway with a garden on the roof. But there's going to be the first condos ownership Mm -hmm. in Raleigh to be built in probably 20 years. There's an apartment. There's going to be several hotels. And in fact, I have it on good source that there's going to be a European hotelier who's never been to the States before. He's doing a boutique hotel. It's just incredible. The vision, the design is really 
amazing. Y'all have got to see these pictures. The picture of the sky bridge um, mm-hmm. that connects the buildings is so cool. Another thing that really interested me is the thought that they've put into it is WELL was a new um, yes. acronym for me, WELL Certified. Um, so this is state-of-the-art, well-certified. So you think like air filtration systems, touchless elevators. Uh, they put a lot of thought into being well-certified, obviously, but green and eco and healthy. Healthy. Mm-hmm. So this project was really Raleigh's first billion-dollar baby, if you will. It was the first billion-dollar mm-hmm. project to be announced for Raleigh. COVID hit, and they kept moving forward, working on the land, working on the plan, but it did cause them to take pause and go, okay, have we designed this as the best property it can be? Yeah. And that's when the well certified became an issue for them and something they wanted. They also made sure that all apartments and office spaces will have access to patios or outdoor space. And just that it was actually described as a city within a city. I thought Love one that. of the best um, Stephen Beatty interviewed with Lauren and I for this story. And when we were talking, one of the things I love that he said was he goes, we're going to tell people, you want to shop, go to North Hills. Not saying they won't have some retail, but the reality is it's not going to be packed with retail. He goes, but you want to eat, you want to dine, you're coming to the exchange. Yeah, He has visions of bringing a Michelin restaurant to the exchange. Uh, which is incredible to think. I mean, (laughs) I get excited listening to him talk about it. But it is. It is a very cool project. And you're talking, again, you're talking about a developer. Vin and Todd, I mean, they grew up here. I went to the party for the groundbreaking, and both of them stood on stage talking about being two little boys growing up best friends, riding their bikes through that area. He goes, who knew? I'd love to say we stood there and played baseball and thought, you know, we're going we're gonna to build something here one day. He goes, never crossed our minds. But he goes, this is home. Yeah. And so he wants to leave his mark, obviously rooted in the history. I, I love the quote that he said, the exchange, a new vision for Raleigh that marries the best of our local roots with the boldest of our aspirations. That's and, so cool. you know, it, so he wants it to be a, a project that he and his family can be proud of. Well, leave. and I have to add, I I just looked really quick, and so if I'm wrong, the internet doesn't say I am, but um, I don't think North Carolina has any Michelin restaurants. No. Still. Okay. Still. And I knew that was true up until recently, but I wanted to make sure. And so, I mean, if he accomplishes that, All that right. is, talk about bold aspirations. That's really Absolutely. Cool. So you get an update on that one, a lot more detail than what we've talked about. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, You can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word Village to 919-701-0202. Campbell University School of Law offers a wholly online or in-person two-semester patent law certificate program designed for technology executives, engineers, paralegals, and more. The deadline to apply for the Patent Law Certificate Program is August 1st. 
Learn more and apply at law.campbell.edu. We also, <laughs> our cover baby, our cover girl last year for right. the development issue was Raleigh Ironworks. This is the project that's off Atlantic Avenue across from Dock 1053. This like Hummingbird. Is Grub Properties. Yeah. That's where Hummingbird and Linwood, all of that is. Yeah. It's a unique property. They took the Peden Steel mm-hmm. buildings, the Double Truss and the Gables building, and instead of tearing them down, they renovated them, modernized them to keep yep. a piece of Raleigh's history. So, you know, I don't know how Grub Properties will feel about this or how Sam Grub will feel about this, but I feel kind of like Raleigh Ironworks is like also kind of our darling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, you know, in 2019, we we're the first to reveal the property. Um, last year, like you mentioned, for our development issue in October, it was the cover star and it was renderings nobody had ever seen. We just recently had web-exclusive updates on concepts that were coming that we revealed online and on Instagram. And then, of course, we did the the update in the issue as well and have some new images there. And I spent <laughs> my life emailing Sam to let him know, you know, at least monthly, if not more often, like, hey, we still want to be the one to say the next thing. And um, I mean, he's so he's so nice to me. And he I is very nice. Shit out of him, but <laughs> he he was funny because I saw him at an event last Thursday, and he came up to me and he said, "You have the most talented and persistent <laughs> team in Raleigh." And I said. That's how we get our stories. We well, don't give up. We're like a dog with a bone when we want something I and we don't give up on I it. I think you and I are so much alike that way. The one word I've been called the most in my life is persistent, which not always as a compliment, but nah. you've been called that too. It works for me. <laughs> Niall called There are worse things year. you could say about me. I think when I realized how incredible this project was going to be was when I realized that their partner is Jamestown. And, mm-hmm. and I know Jamestown from Ponce Market, Ponce City Market in Atlanta, and that yes. what they have done and the placemaking, they took, you know, old Sears building, I don't even know how many stories it was. They've put great retail and restaurants and a mixture of it. And my kids and I were there, I don't know, spring break a year ago. And on the rooftop, they've created almost an amusement park yep. for adults and kids and, and with great dining and spectacular views. They just are really really exceptional at creating special places. They did Optimist Hall in Charlotte. They're responsible for Times Square in New York. The list goes on and on of the projects they're involved with. And so that's when you really knew that it was going to be, not that Grub isn't wonderful. I just mean when somebody who's done those spaces before, that partnership. um, Well, they were brilliant to partner with them. They had a vision and they partnered with them. And that's that's also a good segue to one of the concepts we announced on, on the web, the um, Jaguar Valera, it's an eatertainment concept. You're going to start hearing this ertainment more and more or just tainment. So like, you know, whatever, it's going to be different merges of different words. But eatertainment is basically a merge of food and entertainment, obviously. And so um, Robert Thompson is bringing this concept here. He's the founder of Punchbowl Social, and that might help people understand it better. So then you're looking at like social gaming meets top-notch dishes and drinks. And so with Jaguar Valera, you're getting a new entertainment concept, and it's something that our city's never seen. Um, so that's super exciting. And also Pontosaurus is coming. Yeah, I mean, I think that that combination of something so upscale and and from outside the market, something that isn't in our state, and then putting Pontosaurus from Durham, who makes great beer and has their own great space, uh, matched up with East Cut sandwich bar 
And we know we have some juicy, juicy details that we cannot share today. But oh my God, I know. I want. <laughs> make sure you pick up the November issue of Raleigh Magazine because there is some really big news about some projects going into Ironworks that we know about, but we can't share yet. But, you know, beyond just the eating and shopping that's going to be at Ironworks, they're also building the first micro apartments in Raleigh. These are 400 square foot apartments. And the concept is that everything else you want to do other than sleeping and showering is going to be in Raleigh Ironworks. It's such a cool juxtaposition, like like big entertainment, big food, you know, lean into yes. these things and then small apartments. And, and you've buried the lead. My absolute favorite part of this development is the adult slide. And you can see it now. It's there. Yes, the slide <laughs> is up. Um, <laughs> and there are plans because, as you know, Atlantic Avenue is a heavily traveled, busy street. Yes. So if you are at Hummingbird and want to walk across the street to something else, it could it could be a little death-defying. <laughs> so they are in working with the city and, and have already put the foundation for a bridge, a pedestrian bridge over Atlantic Avenue. So cool. From Dock 1053 to Raleigh Ironworks. And keep in mind, Raleigh Ironworks is R-I-W. You're going to see that mm-hmm. more than Raleigh Ironworks spelled out. R-I-W is how well, it's going to be referenced. Dock 1053 is Grub, right? Yes. And so Raleigh Ironworks is Grub. And now we've announced the, so the la- trifecta. <laughs> the trifecta. So last year when we were talking about Raleigh Ironworks, Sam you know, just kind of casually said, there's another project right down the block that we're working on. I'll let you know. Well, again, we didn't give up. Um, I just kept calling it Wicker. It's on Wicker Drive and literally just kept calling it Wicker for a year because I didn't know what it was. (laughs) So the third sister or the the third in the trio (laughs) is Salvage Yard. This is three soon-to-be renovated warehouses that are fully occupied, but everyone's moving out um, Mm -hmm. except for Green's Car Care. And they are staying. But Triangle Rock Club is the first tenant that's verified, and they are going in. But this is an outdoor-focused green space. He said he probably thinks he can see a brewery there. And one of the Mm -hmm. warehouses, get this, one of the warehouses, they are the roof will stay on, but they're taking it out. So when you drive down Atlantic, you'll be able to look all the way through and see greenery on the other side. You'll be able to look through the warehouse. Oh, that's cool. I mean, it's really cool. Yeah. I also love like his vision is to um, kind of let there be a flow between these three developments. Yeah, absolutely. They want, they, they believe they'll feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, creating we're a district, kind of, if you will, creating a district. <laughs> yes. The iron district. <laughs> I have to tell you, we're kind of, uh, we always say we give you the story behind the stories. This one almost caused me to have a heart attack. Yeah, you and me both. I probably used more ugly words than I'm allowed to use. <laughs> so we had a deal with Grub that we were going to get the exclusive. Hence on, all the emails. Yeah, on Salvage Yard. <laughs> and I get a call saying, hey, you've got to announce it today. And I'm like, the magazine doesn't come out for two weeks. And they're like, no, no, we have to announce it today. Triangle Rock Club is going to tell all their members where they're going. You have to tell it today. Oh, my God. I'm like, today? Today. Yeah. 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 I tried. I twisted. I I tried bribing. I tried everything. But I think, yeah, and if I remember correctly, because this development (laughs) feature had a lot of snafus like that, um, it was, (laughs) I feel like we needed some Xanax during this period. But in any case, if I remember correctly, there was like a press release that came just to me, and you were Lauren, because Lauren was writing the feature, but you guys were collaborating on it, and 
like this press release comes to me. I don't know whether or not you already know this because I'm not the one working on this in the moment. And so I forward it to Lauren and I'm like, did you know this? And she's like, holy shit. And then <laughs> next thing I know, my phone's ringing. It's not even 8 a.m. And, you know, yeah. it's the earth's uh, on fire. <laughs> water under the bridge. But it, um, it's exciting. And it is going to be an interesting little intersection of three incredible projects. And we're yes. and Grub's got great plans and a great idea for it. So. Well, it's win-win for us. We just went ahead and like, yeah. in, in, we went ahead and announced it on our Instagram. Sure. And then we just followed up in our feature. So, we, I mean, no love lost, but it just keeps our jobs exciting. Oh, absolutely. Causes me to have gray hair. <laughs> Keeps you cussing. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Our other, other darling. The other darling, no doubt, and a darling for the entire city that all of us are ready for some stuff to open. It's a great yes. place for a festival or an event, but we're ready for these restaurants and bars to be open. It's Smoky Hollow. Yes. So excited. Hopefully, Dose is open. Dose Yoga is open. And hopefully we don't need to tell you where this is and what this is because you've heard us talk about it so much. Um, but this is P Street. It's the development um, adjacent to the Publix. Mm-hmm. Um, three apartment buildings, office building, um, retail and restaurants on the bottom, and just an incredible list of, of local people. One of our favorites, um, Tyler Heilickson, yes, is opening Madre. Yes, it's a Sorry. Spanish tapas restaurant, and the reason he's named it Madre is he was really he was really sweet when he told us this story. He had grand illusions it was going to open last Mother's Day, ha ha, <laughs> and they haven't even started construction. <laughs> but he, he says his mom taught him everything he knows about hospitality and making people feel comfortable and warm in a restaurant. And the way he describes it is this Spanish tapas bar, a restaurant with a huge bar and a bar outdoors for people that are waiting, they can enjoy a cocktail. It's going to be spectacular. It's the largest space at Smoky Hollow. Yeah, it's it's going to be really cool. Like, he's conceptualizing the menu right now. Um, definitely stay tuned for our, actually, our December issue where we're going to get a, a look at the menu and the Sneak space. Peek. But I love what they're doing there, and I think it's going to be really unique. And, like... It's going to be accessible, but also elevated. Right. And I think it's going to be really cool. It's going to bring a lot to that area. It's a nice mixture out there. So the one of the other restaurants is Midwood Smokehouse. They have five restaurants in North Carolina and South Carolina. So sort of a mini chain, if you will, but small. Regional. Yeah. Regional. And they're hoping to be open in early 2023, but they've not started either because of permitting. Right. Oh, and we can hear say, that a lot. Madre is actually ho- yes. hoping to be open in January by February. So yeah. we'll, we'll keep you posted on that. And then opening very soon yes. is J Lights. I they are interviewing and hiring. So if you're looking for a job, um J Lights is out of Durham. This is gonna be a great spot. Coffee shop. I mean, it's you know, food. It's really popular in Durham yeah. now. And this is the second outpost. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we're excited to have that here. And then um the Crunkleton. This is out of Chapel oh, Hill. I oh, cannot yeah. wait for this spot. This is easily one of the best cocktail spots in the state. And yeah. so the fact that they're doing a reiteration of that here is really cool. And I'll tell you, I mean, we do best bars in our February issue. Our readers vote on it. It's going to be a game changer. It's going to mix up the voting when Crunkleton opens. Just going to say that. When do you think that will open? They won't get in under the wire this year. No, they, they will not get under the wire. They don't mm-hmm. have permits either. Well, speaking of best bars, though, segue, definitely vote. Yes. We'll have voting up soon. November Definitely 1st, vote. voting opens. But uh, just yesterday, three new concepts were yes. 
announced. One of those is New Anthem Beer Project out of Wilmington. Very popular spot is going to be opening at Smoky Hollow. Mm-hmm. And at- then Heat, the local fitness studio, will be opening there. And then also a Lux Hair, Brow, and Lash Bar. Um, yes. Called Hush, which if you look at this whole list, it's really round, like mm-hmm. complete, you know, everything from the salon to the fitness, the beer, cocktails, you know, you have Madre and we have coffee shop. Raleigh does not have enough coffee shops in my opinion, so I'm very excited about that. <laughs> All right. We know that we've given you a lot of information. A couple more. Downtown South, which is the project that Kane Realty Corp and Steve Malik, the owner of The Courage, announced, I don't know, a year or two ago. This was the project that hopefully was going to have a soccer stadium as part of it considered the southern gateway to the city. While the soccer stadium, of course, hasn't been approved and, and figured out, they're moving forward with the development. The first phase is two high-rise buildings, mm-hmm. um, 21-story apartment tower and a 27-story office building, and then a what they're calling a six-story downtown south mass timber office. Right. Um, it's the first of its kind in North Carolina. But this project's moving forward with some really exciting stuff being announced. Oh, yeah. And that construction is slated to start in Q4 this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's moving forward. But the really big news that is going to make all of us excited, they just announced this concert venue and a partnership with AEG Presents. I don't know who the AEG Presents is, but I know what Coachella is and the New Orleans <laughs> Jazz Festival. And they represent all the big names. I mean, all the big names mm-hmm. um, in artists. But it's going to have a ballroom, a rooftop lounge. It is... An event space, In An right? event space. Yeah. I mean, it is just going to be the place to be f- to see live music. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a game changer for downtown. And, I mean... You know, Walnut Creek is great, but it's it's a drive. You know, it's a mm-hmm. hall. And to have another entertainment venue, you know, on downtown will be so cool. Well, and people ask me all the time about Red Hat. Red Hat was, um, amphitheater, was never built to be permanent. Right. That's why it doesn't have a roof. And that's why it doesn't have, you know, bar setups the way you see at some other amphitheaters. It was meant to be a temporary space yeah. that would eventually move to Dick's Park or elsewhere. It stayed long enough that they had to update the bathrooms. Right. But, like, they weren't. But it wasn't <laughs> planned to be. to be here this long. And so it'll be interesting to see how things start to shift. Obviously, vote for the park bond, by the way. Yeah, um, I mean, it really did, like, to me, what registered when this uh, when this was announced was what, what news is about to come out about Red Hat. Because, yeah. obviously, there's, you know— and, and last but certainly not least, we got a special update from the team behind the Gables Motel Lodge. And this is not like the big developments, but this is a project that, I mean, I'm super excited about. You may remember it. It's, it's the little old motor lodge that I don't think hasn't been closed that many years. Mm-mm. But Tiff Merritt and Daniel Robinson, and Daniel is part of the ownership of the Durham Hotel, bought this this uh, motor lodge with ideas of renovating it and modernizing it. And COVID hit, so they took a pause, but they're starting construction in early January and hope to be open before the holidays. So if you've got family and you live in Mordecai, you're going to have a place for them to stay. 17 rooms. It's just a, it's just a neat, neat space. Yeah. I think one of my favorite parts about learning about this story was you had talked to them and you knew a lot about this and, and we're kind of educating us on this. So like during the automobile era, you know, the, the 50s, 40s, when people started just like, you know, 
putting gas in their car and hitting the road. Taking road trip. And US-1 was a popular route, and Raleigh was a very popular stop. And so this lodge was one of them. And was there was a lot of popular stops along that route. And this is one of only two left that haven't been basically demolished or, you know, reconfigured. And the and the other one, even though it still exists, has been sort of it's reimagined. Right. So this this now will be the only one on that nostalgic route that has maintained its essence. And I think that's really big for Raleigh for a city that's trying to cling to its identity so hard mm-hmm. too to hear that. That there are people that care a lot about that and they're doing that when the rest of the country is not. <laughs> Everybody else on the route knocked their knocked their stuff down. So the, the owners, like, they really wanted to highlight the property's historic and architectural references and do it without kitsch, and they wanted to be cozy and, you know. Daniel described it. He said, you're going to step into it, and you're not really—it's not going to be deja vu or anything like that. He goes, but you're going to step in, and for a minute, you're going to have to think about it and go, oh. I remember. It's going to remind you of somewhere you traveled as a kid or, mm-hmm. or you know, your grandparents' house or somewhere on the road. And he said, you know, it's not bad for us to have to think mm-hmm. and for it not to be like a, you know, holiday inn, for it to have some, some nostalgia attached to it. I love that he said that there was, you know, back then— these sort of motor lodges or um, had a gas pump in the back because you you would literally spend the night, gas up your car, and keep moving. Yeah. And so— It's um, so cool. It is. And he's really aware, too, of, like, the local pride because, you know, he told us this is a building with, quote, a connection to the past and tons of personality, and it already occupies a strong space in minds of locals. And they want to honor that. And I just think, you know, they're going to do it in a way, though, with with their backgrounds in a way that's artistic and playful (laughs) and accessible, and it's going to be really cool. And Absolutely. And they have signed a deal with Early Bird Night Owl. And if you're not familiar, this is the food and beverage group that's behind um, at the Willard, the Durham Hotel, the Mayotte Inn, Peck and Plume. And they're going to be doing the food and beverage and all of that for Mm -hmm. this spot. So that, I think, good company for them. Absolutely. So like we said, there are 53 projects updated in this issue. Grab a copy, take a look, and stay tuned for November for a lot more news. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.